Hello, welcome to this week in the Atlantic Coast Conference, the podcast for all sport dis- allsportsdiscussion.com. This is Jeff, one of your co-hosts. You can follow me on Twitter at Talkin ACC Sports. The podcast moderator is Matthew, and you can follow him at Hokie Smash underscore ASD. I'm going to turn it over to Matthew now as we get a word from our sponsor. And Jeff, can you do me a favor? Check and see if you see our guest. Uh, work with our guest and to see if you can get him to get him to uh, to to call in or to, ah. And I see him here now. I hear I see him here now. And yep, I, I see him there as well. Joe, can you do me do us a favor? Put yourself on mute here if you don't mind for a moment here. There you go. Very good job, sir. And then when uh, when we get when we go through, we'll have you come off mute here. So. This podcast is sponsored by Main Street Pharmacy in Blacksburg, Virginia, 301 South Main Street, Suite 107, Blacksburg, Virginia, 24060. Again, that's 24060. You can follow Main Street Pharmacy on Twitter at, at Main Street Farm. That's at M A I N. S-T-R-E-E-T-P-H-A-R-M. Again, that's M-A-I-N-S-T-R-E-E-T-P-H-A-R-M. And you can come off of mute, mute now, Joe. Man, welcome to the All Sports Discussion ACC podcast. It's been a while. Please introduce Hey, thank you, guys. Please introduce yourself. The floor is yours. I'm going to go on mute. Hey, guys. How are you? It's Joe Rogers here. How are you guys doing this this nice hey, Sunday? Hey, we're doing great, man. We're doing great, man. Tell us about your tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah. So I'm a tech graduate myself, class 2014. I uh, live in Chicago now, and really like it up here. And you know, follow tech sports pretty heavily, and that's kind of why the account got started. You know, via the whole barstool Twitch stream going on, and it kind of just got popular over time and that's how I found you all as well. And, you know, just fellow ACC fans and followers of the sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it kind of came, I mean, it kind of came too about, I mean, you want to talk about like part of this came through, your account came through from a video, from a video, from kind of a, from a video game. I mean, just explain to our listeners a little more about that uh, through the, uh, through that virtual national championship at Barstool. Is that correct? Yes, it is, actually. So uh, Big Cat from Barstool during the pandemic when everybody was bored, really bored and at home was basically playing NCAA 14 on Twitch and everybody was on watching. And Virginia Tech made the national title game uh, on his Twitch stream. And Joe Rogers happened to be the running back for Virginia Tech that had six touchdowns and carried them to victory and actually made the account that night. And a couple months later, we actually got to meet Big Cat. My wife and I run the account, and we got to meet Big Cat at Parlay Room. He took us to dinner, talked to us a while about it. He's just a really great guy. I have nothing but nice things to say about them. And he kind of laughed about the whole thing, and it was fun. That's very cool. That's very cool. And since then, you kind of have become – your account has taken – Twitter, the Virginia Tech Twitter scene by storm, I should say – Tell us it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell us about. Yeah, I just do a lot of jokes and memes. I'm always there for <laughs> the funny times, you know. Just try to give everybody a good laugh and uh, interact with Matthew a lot. He's a really great guy, and 
you know, I've actually met a lot of good people on Twitter. Uh, I actually met a childhood friend recently. Uh, we reconnected on Twitter about two weeks ago. So it, the Internet's a crazy place, man. Twitter's just, you know, its own world. It, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. So we're going to go right to uh, the uh, the week that was in ACC men's basketball. And I'm going to turn that over now to Jeff. So, Jeff, the floor is All right. Thank you, Matthew. Joe, um, I want to ask you, who was your most impressive ACC team of the week? For me personally, I think it was Miami. Uh, Matthew and I talked about it a little bit last week, but they are who we thought they were. And it's either Miami or UNC. They had a good week as well. But yeah, Miami, I thought was very impressive. All right. Very good. Very good answer there. Who was your most disappointing ACC team of the week? And uh, I got an idea where this one might be. Uh, for me, actually, is Boston College. I thought that they were kind of building something and maybe going to go on a run. They beat Virginia Tech on last Saturday, and then they blanked out and went 0-2 this week and really just looked unenthused. Uh, they weren't playing down low very well, and that's kind of their whole game, and it was Boston College for me. All right, all right. I got another team I think uh, had a really rough uh, week in the ACC, and I'm, I'm going to go with Florida State. I want to get your thoughts on them as well. Uh, they go up to Atlanta. At the time, Georgia Tech's a one-win ACC team. They lose by 14. Then they come back home and uh, you know lose to Virginia Tech, who you know has been a you know I have your thoughts on that as well. They really little bit of a disappointment uh, you know so far this year but you know played like the team we expected and that sent basically florida state from leading the acc and in a week you're leading the acc and a week later you probably fell off the bubble uh really i I thought florida state had had a very unenthusiastic sloppy week of basketball and uh, now they got a couple key injuries on their team and they've got to work themselves back into the ncaa picture in my opinion I'm with you 100%. Yeah, I think FSU, part of their problem was the injuries. That's why I didn't put them as my most disappointing team because that plays a part in that. And part of it's matchups. Virginia Tech just shot lights out from outside the arc. That's not going to happen every day. They made Padula and Couture look like the Splash Brothers, you know. So I kind of thought they called a little bit of bad luck this week to go along with those injuries. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think Florida State is a team that definitely has to rebound this week. And that kind of leads me into my next question for you, Joe. Which ACC game are you looking forward to the most this upcoming week? Oh, it's got to be Duke and UNC, right? Yeah, I think so. Coach K's, uh, I think that game's in Chapel Hill, right? Yes, it's in Chapel Hill. Yeah, Coach K's last trip to to Chapel Hill, uh, that's going to be a huge, huge game there. You know, Duke trying to get into the tournament as a top two NCAA seed. North Carolina trying to solidify their resume to make sure they get in. Um, you know, the Tar Heels, you know, have, have a pretty decent record. They've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat, but don't have any marquee wins. I know they got the win over Michigan, but uh, Michigan's been one of the most disappointing teams in all of college basketball. Uh, North Carolina definitely 
could use a win over Duke to kind of put on get that on their resume. Uh, it's, it's Matthew here again. I'm just going to tell you real quick. I mean, I I think we're probably not. Maybe maybe undervaluing that game that's happening on Monday between Duke and Notre Dame. Yes, that's a great point. I guess because do I mean because because I, I actually think Notre Dame has a very good chance to win that to win that game. I mean, if you catch Duke, maybe looking ahead to a rivalry game that they and how efficient Notre Dame is on offense that. You know they could that, that 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 there's a good chance for an upset in that game. I mean that's that's something that you know that's uh, and I know that we're you know I probably jumped the gun a little bit on a question that we're gonna ask that we're gonna ask Joe, but that's that's uh that's that's a really iffy situation there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that no, that's that's definitely one of the games I'm looking uh, forward to this week. Matthew is Duke at at Notre Dame, you know, we still don't know if Keels is going to be back for Duke in that game. Uh, Notre Dame has got themselves in, in a position where they're, they're in NCA position right now, but they could certainly, you know, you get a Duke, a win over Duke to go along with a win over Kentucky. They already have, and you're in the top three in the ACC and, and Notre Dame is looking really good. Uh, but this is how fast it can change in the ACC for everyone in the conference other than Duke. You know, they, they could go this at the end of this week with Duke and Miami. Uh, they could go, you know, they win both of those games. They're probably like a six or a seven seed in the NCAA tournament. They lose both of those and they're probably outside of the bubble again. And that's how fast it can. That's how fast it can change this year in the ACC. Um. You know, as we keep talking about this week in the ACC, Joe, which ACC team, and we might have touched on it, you know, if you have some other other thoughts, you know, Duke going to Notre Dame is going to be tricky, but which ACC teams will be uh, on upset alert next week if they're caught past looking on an opponent, uh, maybe not being ready for a game, you know, could could be like Florida State was this past week, you know, in a couple of upsets. Who Who's your ACC team uh, this week that could be on upset alert? Yeah, for me, it is actually the Duke and Notre Dame game. I'll be there in South Bend myself. I uh, kind of look forward to seeing it. Mike Bray and the guys. Uh, Duke actually, you know, they had a close game last week. They almost slipped up. You know, they had a two-point win over just, you know, Louisville last week. And that's who I think it's going to be because Duke has shown that they're capable of slipping up and looking ahead already. They've been on the ropes before, and I'm going to be there in person watching. Yeah, that sounds like that. That you picked a good one to go to. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Matthew, I'm going to turn it over to you uh, for our last couple questions here in the podcast. That sounds great. That sounds great. So, man, I mean, there's been a lot of Joe. There's been a lot of really good hires in the uh, offseason in ACC football. That's kind of what we're talking about here when we jump to this question. And I want to get your take on the hires. Uh, for you know, just really all around the coastal, the floor is yours here, man. Yeah, you know, the coastal was really busy in the offseason hiring coaches. Uh, I think Virginia Tech really kind of found the home run. Whit Babcock found out that fit was more important than anything, and that led to Brent Pry, and he put together a great staff. Uh, one that I'm kind of curious to see how it works out is you know, UVA, they got Tony Elliott there. Uh, he, 
you know, they're kind of working in silence a lot. You're not seeing as much on social media. Uh, Duke, they're still kind of building things and putting things together down there. They don't have a lot of resources for football like some of the other powerhouse schools do. I don't see them to ever be a consistent top of the coastal program. But them hiring Zon Burden really was kind of shocking. And that was a good move by them because he's really respected in Virginia, especially the 757. You know, him getting hired at Duke, that kind of opened my eyes a little bit, made my head turn. So I think those, you know, those are some great hires. The Coastal's going to be wide open outside, I mean, maybe Pitt. You know, UNC's kind of shown that all the preseason hype multiple years in a row, they can't live up to it. And, you know, Miami, Miami's really putting something together too good. You know, Cristobal has done a really good job assembling that staff down there. But they've never really been the type either to live up to the hype. It's going to be interesting to see if they can or not. I saw they got rid of the turnover chain. I think that's a really good first step. But their recruiting looks good. They've always got good recruits there. It's just getting everybody to mesh and dial it in and getting them to play on the field. And I I think Miami's still a couple years away. I think, but I do think that was a good hire by them myself. Very good takes. Very good takes, man. Okay, so here it is, man. It's open microphone segment time. Joe, you get to say anything you want on the floor. The floor is yours. But Yeah, I'm really excited, too, for uh, ACC wrestling. You know, Virginia Tech and NC State is back on for February 20th, number five versus number eight. Uh, they had to reschedule. There's a lot of things going on, but here's what it really was. Virginia Tech had some COVID problems. They weren't going to have, you know, enough of their main guys to even make it a match, and that's why it had to get rescheduled. Uh, NC State basically said the only way they're letting it get rescheduled is if it's a non-conference match, and basically making Tech take the in-conference forfeit for that. And you know that, you know that's the rule. I get it. It's not fair. It doesn't feel fair. Uh, Today, Tech beat up on Pitt pretty good. They were another top twenty team, but. You know, missing Bryce Andonian at 149 because still the COVID protocols. So ACC wrestling's looking good. I tell you what, I've really been enjoying a lot, though, is ACC women's basketball. Virginia Tech has one heck of a team. You know, they've got some girls on there who are probably going to be in the WNBA. You got Georgia. You got Kitley. I'm really impressed with them. I just feel like the ACC's been having, you know, a little bit of a down year in men's basketball. But some of their other sports are back up, and it's kind of just fun to watch and see who's on top, you know. That's a fair statement. I mean, there could be, there are going to be several women's basketball teams in the NCAA tournament, and a couple are going to probably have some very high seeds. I mean, I'm thinking of Louisville and NC State for sure. So, absolutely, it's a, it's a very, that's a, that's a very good take, and and Kitley may be one of the most underrated players in the, in the, in the country for Virginia tech. So yeah, absolutely. Jeff, you're up, man. What do you, what? Yeah, I think that was a great mention by Joe to talk about the the women's basketball. We haven't talked too much about it, um, you know, on the podcast, but I mean, the ACC is, is looking at probably seven, uh, anywhere from seven to nine, uh, ACC teams getting into the tournament, uh, Louisville, NC State could be co-number one seeds. Um, Virginia Tech has a really quality program. Uh, Georgia Tech's playing for a top four seed. 
Uh, they're at their highest ranking in the history of their poor program under Nell Fortner. And, you know, North Carolina's pretty good. Notre Dame, Duke. I mean, it's a, it's, it's arguably the deepest women's basketball conference uh, in the ACC. So that was a great comment, Joe. Uh, a couple things I want to talk about on the open mic. Uh, you know, on this podcast, we have talked about ACC network programming, you know, outside of the live events. Uh, you know, we got a little bit frustrated earlier in the year with with the uh, Notre Dame documentary on their year in the ACC. You know, hey, fine to make that to make that documentary, but that's not something that was really well received by ACC fans um, to, to make a documentary about a program that's not even in the conference. Uh, but now this this past week and, and they'd seen some announcements on the ACC network. They put together some programming, and this time they they got it right. They're going to have a docu-series on the ACC Network on the ACC Tournament, and uh, that's something that's going to be premiering. Here, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, yeah, premieres on Monday, February 7th. So that I'm definitely going to tune into that because, I mean, I, I grew up in an ACC country, and I remember – you know, actually calling in, you know, sick to school and saying I didn't feel well, just so I could go home and watch the ACC tournament. I mean, it's still a really fun event, but for people that, you know, the younger people just don't know how big an event the ACC tournament was in, in the South and through the Mid-Atlantic. Um, and it's still a lot, a lot of fun. If, if you haven't been to the ACC tournament, I definitely recommend going. So that's definitely something that, that that is a positive that came out this week. And the other thing I want to touch on really quick is uh, in the Big Ten this past week, they they were having discussions about going divisionless uh, in football. This is absolutely something the ACC needs to consider. And I really kind of I wish they would just go ahead with it. the The Coastal Atlantic uh, Division, I think it's kind of it's run its course. Um, you know, there's so many advantages to going divisionless. You know, you know, for, first of all, you're going to have teams play more frequent matchups against each other in the ACC. You're always going to have your top two ACC teams uh, playing in the championship. This year, it worked out that that uh, Pittsburgh and Wake Forest were your were two of your better teams. You had a good quality matchup, but I mean, I think prior to this year. You, you were having Clemson playing a coastal division team that in, that sometimes was your higher ranked team, but we were also missing out a few years previous where, where Clemson could have been playing Florida State, you know, during, towards the end of the Jimbo Fisher tenure where they were still putting together top 15 teams. And those are the kind of quality matchups that the, the ACC championship game, you know, should get on a yearly basis. Because even when the ACC is down, there's usually a second top 20 team and we saw this year with four top 20 teams, you had a lot of opportunities, you know, for, for a good quality matchup. And in future years, you know, that's going to be for a playoff, a playoff team. I know the ACC's kind of put the, put the pump, the brakes on it, but that's, that's really just a short term thing. I mean, we're going to get an expanded playoff, you know, at the end of the TV contract. So I hope that's something that, that Jim Phillips is really looking into, um, doing away with, with the division. So we're getting the more frequent matchups, the better matchups in the ACC championship. Um, I'd like to see it. 
I'm curious to see what you guys think about going divisionless, but with the Big Ten considering it, I really hope the ACC is also uh, considering the same. Okay, well, uh, let's let's ask Joe. Joe, what do you think about going division? I absolutely think that it's a great idea. I think the divisions have kind of hurt the ratings to an extent. You know, I don't really like the cross-division rivalries they chose. Uh, choosing Boston College and Virginia Tech didn't really make a ton of sense. There's better ones out there. Yep, yep. But I definitely think going divisionless makes a lot of sense. It'll be better for ratings, and it'll just put better games out there. You get better matchups. Uh, I think we would all like to play Clemson a little more and FSU and Louisville as well here and there. And it's almost unfair in a way that you're pigeonholed and you don't really get to see much of the other side of the conference. Even for the guys on the Atlantic, you know, the same thing. It goes both ways, vice versa. But, yeah, I'd like to really see us go divisionless. Okay, so if we go divisionless, Jeff, I'm just going to bring this up to you. Uh, we better get extra money in our contract. What do you think of that, Jeff? Because I'm not, I don't want to go divisionless and not get extra. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, if, and I think you are going to create better matchups. And I definitely would approach it if I'm the commissioner of the ACC going to, you know, ESPN saying, hey, you know, we're considering going divisionless. And, you know, we think that's going to create, you know, more matchups like Clemson and Virginia Tech and Florida State and, um, you know, Virginia Tech. And and our ACC championship game is always going to feature our two top teams. So you're not necessarily, you know, going to get a. Uh, a, a top five team on one side and, uh, you know, an eight and four team on the other side. Um, I definitely would approach it from that standpoint. If I'm Jim Phillips to take that to ESPN, I mean, I'm taking it as if like, Hey, this, this is going to enhance your product and we're do it. We'll do it. You know, if you guys sweeten the pot for us a little bit. So yeah, I, if I'm Jim Phillips, I definitely take it that approach. I don't I don't necessarily just change for the sake of changing, but I try to I try to incentivize it if 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 I'm him with ESPN, what whatever leverage you can create, I think this is one way that you have a chance to do it. Okay, I'm going to use my open mic segre, uh, uh, segment here just to ask Joe another question and this is this is a pretty easy question, Joe. What would you like to plug a plug that you're doing out there in the blogosphere, the podcast sphere, whatever? The floor is yours. I know you got a new show out there. Was yeah, I've got a new uh, podcast out with uh, my friend Dan and Ricky called uh, "Tales for the from the Transfer Portal." Uh, everybody, check it out. We're on Spotify. Ed, do you also? I, I think we're losing you a little bit. But do you do you want to mention their Twitter accounts and that sort of thing? Let's see, let's see if we can get you in here. Twenty-three on Twitter and Ricky Diaz is at Ricky Diaz. Uh, looks like we lost you there a little bit, Joe. Hey, sorry about that, guys. My apologies. Uh, no, no worries, sir. No worries. But yeah, uh, Dan's Twitter handle is at 
Young Visionary 23 and Ricky Diaz is his at Ricky Diaz. So check him out on Twitter. Uh, we'll be on Spotify. Love to have you guys on the show as well. Obviously. That sounds great. I, and also, I wanted to make sure that, uh, again, we'll praise you. You brought up a very good point about the women's basketball and the wrestling, and both of those sports are probably going to do pretty well, probably going to give give uh, the ACC some some good uh, good winners and good action here later in uh, – Later in March, I think that uh, both have both 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 uh, sports have a chance to produce multiple winners here. So that was a very good take. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the All Sports Discussion ACC Podcast Show. Anytime you want to come back, we'd love to have, have we'd love to have you come back to the show. Thank you so much, bro. Hey, thank you guys, and I really appreciate both of you for just even considering having me on. It's uh, greatly appreciated, and Matthew, I think of you. Oh, you too. You too, buddy. You too, man. Take care, guys. Have a great week. All right, guys. Take care.